Well, Larry, it's a, it's a pleasure to be here with you today and talk about your investment philosophy and your work here at Amino Capital. Uh, we're actually here at the office. Uh, so I'd love to learn about more about Amino Capital and, you know, how you started it and, you know, what, what was the purpose mm-hmm. behind it? Yeah, thank you for coming, Patrick. It's good to be with you. Yeah, Amino has been a, a great venture for all of us. So we started this five years ago. We are all basically engineers and scientists and then turn into an executive or entrepreneur. And so we accumulate a bunch of money and a lot of experience. So we want to help the young entrepreneurs. So at that point, we decided to start a fund investing in entrepreneurs in Silicon Valley. And what, what were the early days like? Yeah, initially, we all invested in our own money. Uh, but uh, as individual investors, there are certain amount of uh, very high risk actually because uh, you don't have people to check on to bounce ideas around. You give some money to some people, and if they do well, they move on to bigger investors. But if they don't do well, they are ashamed to see you. So either way, successful or failure, they all disappear. But later we find out when we together investing, then they form an ecosystem. So we can help the entrepreneurs a lot more. Secondly, we can evaluate the ideas of the people a lot better. Uh, in that case, the investment result is getting better. Also, the most important thing is we form an ecosystem where we have more impact on those individuals and uh, startup teams because uh, that forces them actually to think is a higher level of integrity because they know if they mess up certain things, Lots of people know. <laughs> so in that sense, they work harder, they do things with a much higher level of integrity. So as a team, we put money together, we invest, it turned out to be a very, very good idea. And you also invest into first-time entrepreneurs, which is an additional risk. So how do you, how do you like evaluate entrepreneurs? Yeah, so the reason we like the first check but to invest in first-time entrepreneurs is because they feel they need help most. Secondly, most of these entrepreneurs, they are more technical. And as a fund, all of our partners have a technical background. They were either scientists or engineers or professors. So we know technical stuff the best. So in that case, we start with the technical people who are first-time entrepreneurs. They have certain advantage. And what kind of like trends are you most excited about You know, when it comes to like the investment landscape. Most of us are data-related engineers or scientists. So in that case, we invest mostly in people who are working on data. They are either somehow accumulate lots of data or people who utilize data, using data to, to develop a better algorithm. So we like those kind of uh, uh, companies. And also, it turned out the data right now is a new gold mine. Yeah, so New Oil. I was yeah. reading The Economist that uh, <laughs> right. had like this uh, headline. And so it, the New Oil is, uh, is data. Right, because uh, in Silicon Valley, the technology is important, but at the same time, you can hire a lot of technical people easily if you have an influence. However, the data is a real barrier. So if you accumulate a certain amount of data, it's very difficult for other people to catch up or to copy. Uh, whereas if you are pure algorithm or technology companies, actually it's a lot easy for other companies to copy and to catch up. 
the data normally once you start to accumulate, you build a certain kind of a mechanism or yeah. ecosystem. The data just keep growing, and uh, that's the real barrier. So like you're talking about sort of what Warren Buffett says is like mm -hmm. the, the, the mode, right? Uh -huh. As an investor, you want to invest into companies mm -hmm. that have a certain mode, right? Mm -hmm. Can you talk more about that? How like, you know, companies, you invest into companies that mm -hmm. have this mode when it comes to data? Yeah. So we like companies that, first of all, they, they are able to accumulate data in a very special way, not just crawling the web. Because if you can crawl the information from the web, basically, that means Google can do it. It needs to be like original data. Right. Right. So that is very special. That's why we sometimes we invest certain companies that has a certain level of hardware components because those sensors, those hardware's creating yeah, new data, right? Right, the new yeah. data. That, that data that you cannot crawl. Finding new oil rigs. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So that's the uh, thing they like. Secondly is the way it's a unique way they get feedback from the uh, user or from the community because the so-called machine learning is you have to learn. It's not just accumulating data by itself. Somehow you have to tell what type the data. So for artificial intelligence, the most important part is tagging the data. So we like companies that's able to allow users to accumulate data, also allow them to give feedback to the data they're collecting. So in that case, it's really starting the machine learning automatically. So we like community data and we like tagging data by the user community. And if you had to like brush sort of mm -hmm. you know the future of artificial intelligence and the the biggest trends that are happening, like what, what are you really excited about that uh, artificial intelligence can do like to improve society and you know make make life easier for a lot of people? Yeah. So the most obvious thing we are looking at is the genomic uh, technology because the way you you do a DNA testing. The cost is reduced tenfold per year. It's basically, it's affordable uh, to everybody very soon because it might cost still a few hundred dollars, but that data itself worth a lot of money. So very soon, there will be a lot of hospitals or institutions they will do it for free as long as you allow them to use your data. So in that case, those kind of data will grow exponentially uh, very soon, and also. We predict that the genomic data will become more than the audio data in the, on the internet, audio and video data on the internet. So this is a huge amount of data that will be processed. And that presents a lot of challenges. So those challenges will present a lot of opportunities for the entrepreneurs. Predict uh, that the cancer is early and early. So that will save lots of lives. So that's one of the areas we are very, really excited about. So, like before you make an investment, like what 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 are the things you're looking at? You know that that make a good great investment. Okay. There's a long list, but the, uh, by making the list yourself may not make a successful investment because uh, there's a lot more factor to it, very dynamic. But there are certain key factors we're looking at. The number one, of course, is the team. We believe a team is a group of people has certain synergy, has known each other for a long time, not just a group of people. With a good resume, and then they put together in the last couple of months. With a track record. Right. Also, we want to know how long have they doing this. Because if you just have an idea for three months, and that's probably we're not going to take it seriously. And because investment is, is about 
by evaluating how the team will run. It's like entrepreneurship is about raising, right? Depends on how fast you go. Yeah. yeah. It's two sides of the same coin, right? Right. One is operational, one is more like passive. Right. Right. So we want to see the team is able to keep innovating, constantly come up with new ideas, constantly executing really well. Because once your staff prove to be uh, useful, there will be tons of people follow you and copy you. So you have to be able to constantly solve new problems and uh, meeting new challenges. That's only way to compete competition, basically. And how do you define a successful exit, right? You invest into something, especially in the startup world. Um, many investments are very illiquid. Mm -hmm. uh, you make a decision, essentially, mm -hmm. uh, for many years mm -hmm. uh, to invest into a team, as you said. Um, how do you define the success? Actually, as a startup or as entrepreneurs, the chances of success is very low. So for any companies that can be acquired uh, by a big company, normally we consider it as success. At least return the, the principal back to the investors. That's a good exit. But for very successful exits, we are looking at a hundred times return for investors. And so, like, uh, I mean, it was based in Silicon Valley, but also has ties to China. So, mm -hmm. how do you like see sort of the innovation landscape? You know, uh, developing as like, you know, China is also catching up in, in so many ways in other countries. You mm -hmm. know, or how do you sort of interpret that? Yeah, this is a very good question. So, most of the partners are Chinese origin. So, we are all originally come from China, although right now we're all U.S. citizens. So, we have a strong bonding uh, with. Chinese community, either in Silicon Valley or also in, in China. It's a huge opportunity there because uh, uh, compared with the European, U.S. is more moving fast. Yeah. has a lot of innovation. But compared with uh, China, people feel like the rhythm, the, the way to do things is a lot faster in China, even faster than U.S. So if European level of speed is here, U.S. is here, China is here. So. So maybe we should all move to China. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a lot of a problem as well. So that's why there's certain challenges. So it depends on your yeah, your goal and your lifestyle. We have an environmental problem there in China to, to be solved. But yeah, there's a lot, lot of opportunity in the sense. Uh, the infrastructure is still under construction. But also the demands of um, the people have not been met. So there's a huge amount of opportunity. Plus the, huge population there. But things have changed a lot. Right? For example, when we talk about mobile internet, they don't have a much landline in China. In many areas. Yeah, they skip from no phone to iPhone. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> basically they skip the, the, the entire step of a landline. So right now the mobile payment and the mobile app actually are very good. So even many companies are learning from it. Like we just come back from YC demo day yesterday, Quite a few companies they are doing mobile payment, so they are talking about uh, using Alipay as their example to show the investors somehow they could be a Alipay for Brazil, or they could be a, the Alipay for US, or they could be the Alipay for like Africa. So yeah, this like, is very interesting, <laughs> you know, because um, back in like uh, you know the early uh, 20th century, like uh -huh. you know, if you think about uh, Germany, uh -huh. uh, what was a huge, is a huge, was a huge like a uh, Exporting country, but people would always like make fun of Germany, you know, yeah. making cheap quality. It's the same thing with China, right? People right. say, "Oh, it's just exporting like cheap things and mm -hmm. cheap quality." Mm -hmm. But what we're now seeing is like this huge wave of innovation, 
and China leading the world in so many ways. Right, right. And so, so you position yourself in a really interesting like um, way because like you're based here, but mm -hmm. you also have all these Chinese influences, which is very unique. Right, right. So you, you raise a very good point because uh, we invest over 100 companies, 25% uh, of them went to China. And the average performance for the companies who went to China are much higher than the companies who stay in the US. I think the reason is they are able to go to China, they, they basically have a plan B, right? For people who can only work in the US, if they're successful, they're successful. If they fail, they, they fail. But for people who are able to go to China, they may find a second chance uh, in China. So that's why the people who went to China has a higher level of success so far for the people they're investing. And of course, uh, they get a lot more uh, support from the Chinese local investors. So you talked about um, really when you said how you make an investment, and the team is very important, the technology. Mm -hmm. But what also what also about the you know the, the marketing aspect of it, mm -hmm. right? The, the people using it, right? The business mm -hmm. aspect, the sales aspect. Mm -hmm. How do you how do you, do you also look at those things, and how do you evaluate sort of the traction of the product and the technology? Yeah. So the big trend is very important. So no matter how good you are, how hard you work, if you are not riding next wave, then it's unlikely you can make it big. So how to identify the next wave? Basically, there are three principles you need to follow. One is more slow. So, like compare with the phone, right? Talk about the phone. 10 years ago, because of the computation capability, and the storage are very low. So there are very limited things we can do. But as the things progress, the speed and the storage of the phone can go fast, go fast so quickly, then a lot of things that couldn't be done now can be done. So that gave new companies some opportunity, like Instagram, YouTube, they're all based on new speed, internet speed, right? Without the higher speed, those applications are not possible. So in the future, same thing. There's certain things we cannot do right now, but as the Moore's Law continue to, to, to go and the, the cost of storage, the cost of computation will be continue going low. And in that case, there are a lot more things we can Another thing is, uh, as we mentioned earlier, before the, the camera, so it's the blockchain. It's blockchain, yeah. So those uh, open the new areas, new opportunities. Well, what are, you, what are your thoughts on blockchain? Well, if we think the blockchain is this big, I think that the Bitcoin is this. So Bitcoin has proved that's one use case. There is a very small use case compared to the huge potential of blockchain. Go beyond Bitcoin is the Ether, right? Ether also proved that blockchain could be very useful. However, with the new technology, with the new, the new amount of uh, computation power, and the new desire for people to work in a decentralized environment. There'll be even more evolved use cases. Right, even more. And more easy. secure protocols. Right. So one of the things about blockchain is concerned about the performance, right? right. So this could be resolved by the technology advancement. And so how do you see like investing changing itself because of blockchain and like you know you see these ICOs now? By raising uh, money through ICO or initial coin offering, basically the investment paradigm has changed. We invest in the like, startups, we take a certain amount of equities because we invest in a company. However, that company issued a uh, coin in a separate society. And VC may not, as investors, we may not have any kind of uh, 
equity or shares in those new uh, crypto community. So that presents a very challenging environment. But I always believe the new things has to be done by new people. So as a VC, we are getting more and more help with the younger people who has uh, a lot of experience in cryptocurrency. Are there any final remarks on? Well, it has been quite right being an investor because we take a lot of risk. Uh, also, we benefit a lot by the successful investment. Most important thing is doing investment gave us the opportunity to talk and work with the most interesting people in Silicon Valley. Right. Well, thank you so much. Thank, thank you, you so much. much.